What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of The Force Sensitive. And today we will not be talking about Star Trek. This is an official episode. It's been a while, uh, you know, living the quarantine dream and plenty of time to catch up on Clone Wars and all those sorts of things, I hope. Today I am joined with my co-host, Mr. Gort. Hey, how's it going? Gort, you're not gaining weight, are you? I worry about you. No. Quarantine. No. Okay. Not at all. All right. Because if you, if, you if you get up to the triple digits... I'm not sure how your family's going to respond. <laughs> and uh, we also have James. James, do you are you okay with going by James or? Uh, Jim's fine. Jim, all right. So, Jim, are you a skinny guy? Uh, no. Oh yeah. I'm not, I, I wouldn't say I'm fat, but I'm not skinny. Gotcha. All right. Well, now that we got that out of the way. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to start asking that of all the guests. Um. <laughs> You staying Rona free? You doing all right? Uh, yeah, for the most part, you know, just doing my part to stay away from everybody. Yeah, I'm gonna start applying it to uh, social media as well. I think social media distancing. I'm gonna start <laughs> just to be extra safe. Um, so tell Might me, be good for the world, right? Right. So tell me, Jim, what's your first memory of Star Wars? You know, it's it's tough uh, to pinpoint an exact memory because I, my brother, he's. Um, older than me and he grew up with it so i was probably exposed to it before i even knew what was going on but i can like kind of say that i remember being a kid and having that 20th century fox um Mm -hmm. like the the whole intro come up i'm like oh i'm like this is gonna be star wars like i'm so excited it's like it's star wars and then it'd be some other like garbage movie that i don't even have any interest in and (laughs) yeah i remember that it's like solid disappointment every time it was some other movie it is funny, man. That opening stuff, it does have a rhythm to it, you know? Like the the 20th Century Fox, Lucasfilm, you know, mm-hmm. a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away, Star Wars, you know? And, like, I remember even with, like, you know, some of them that were, like, extra insult to injury would be, like, um, Indiana Jones or Willow where, like, you get, you, get, like, you get the 20th Century Fox and then you get the Lucasfilm. And, and you get like, the Lucasfilm. <laughs> 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 what year were you born? Yeah. No, uh, 86. Okay. So a little later in the so, mix. Yeah. I, I, if it wasn't for my brother, I, I don't think I would be a, the big Star Wars fan I am today. Right. Um, I remember being kind of in school as a kid and like wanting to like talk about it with like my friends and like, like I had some like hand-me-down toys for my brother. So, and they had no idea what I was talking about. I'm the, I'm the youngest of six. Hmm. So... Oh, then a lot of kids that I went to school with were more like the oldest of their family, right? So they they just didn't have the exposure that I had to it. What were what were your peers into? Like you're into Star Wars, and your peers are what? Uh, whatever the the flavor of the week it was back then, like you know Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. uh, which which I mean I was into also, you know. Mm-hmm. Just, but Star Wars was always that that thing for me mm-hmm. that I could, I would just watch all the time and want to just watch the movies over and over again. Hmm. So, as a kid, I mean, it's this is another interesting one to me because you kind of you're getting into it. I would imagine '86, right in the middle of the of the dark ages. You know what I mean? Where yeah. You're, you're probably early '90s. So you got a, almost another, I would say, probably five years before new media starts really coming out. Well, I remember uh, you'd have to remind me of the years when the special edition started coming out, but I, I was that was like. A, Super exciting time for me. Ninety seven, I think. Yeah, they hit theaters uh, January ninety seven. 
Yeah, so I was I was eleven, right? Um, and I remember when the Power of the Force line came out, being super excited about that because all, all I had at this point was the toys that got handed down to me from my brother. So I had like uh, the Millennium Falcon with you know broken uh, plates that would sit on top, and mm-hmm. the cockpit was gone, and you know very little figures. So I always had to like kind of mix and match and try to yeah, I was in the same boat. <laughs> put together some of that. Let's talk about that for a minute. Like, um, did you have the Millennium Falcon, Gort? Um, the Power of the Force 2 one, I did. <laughs> but not the Kenner. Uh, well, the, I mean, it's still Kenner at the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, not, I think not, it was the not, same not mold, the original, right? Not the vintage. Yeah, it was just, it's the same mold. Right, but not the, it's not, you didn't have the vintage. Not, not the vintage, no. Okay. So, like, when I got mine, I had the vintage one, but it was a hand-me-down. And no satellite dish. Um... The ramp was broken, so like it had like uh, tension clips, right? That clipped around a bar, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So one of those was broken, so it didn't hold. And then the struts that kept it did it have struts? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it had the, like two pull down ones in the back, and then like a flip out and one on the front. Yeah. Well, those were like yeah, the, those were the landing gears. So one of mine wouldn't work. Did the did the did the loading did the ramp have struts though? Oh, uh, that's what you meant. Yeah, the, yeah. There were they they like clipped in and then they had like 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 a t top so they wouldn't like pull all the way through. Okay, those were gone. Oh uh, yeah. And the uh, the landing gear one wouldn't lock in place, so it always looked like a low rider. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the the chair was gone but i had the gun but it just sort of had to like sit on top of the falcon and then like <laughs> you just moved it where you wanted it to be that was the condition of my millennium falcon yeah that's i'm well i remember when i, I, I ended up when i was a kid getting the power of the force one and like that had all the electronics and right. all, like i mean obviously all the pieces were in there and just being so excited about it but I always like kind of ended up kind of gravitating back a little bit towards the Kenner one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just part of it just like held like something like, I mean, that that's what I was playing with my right. whole life up until that point. So right. I would take, I would take like the pieces from the power of the force one to supplement the old Kenner one and kind of make that one whole. I had the death star too. I, I had none of the styrofoam pieces or the trash monster that came with it. Right. Yeah. All right. So not had none of that. Uh, the piece that you cranked uh, to to do the trash compactor, the the cylinder piece that connected to the actual trash compactor piece was broken. So you just had to like slam the bar in to kind of get it to trash compact. I had uh, the the trap door was broken, so that wouldn't hold in place, and. Most of the struts were gone, so my dad made popsicle sticks that fit that I could use. And, that works. Yep. The gun up top, like the, the cannon seat thing, that was completely gone. And uh, the little cardboard piece that like had the outside art of the Death Star, that was gone. And let's see what else. There was one of the – oh, the, uh, the drawbridge <laughs> was like not – it wouldn't work properly like it was like gunked up inside so it like wouldn't extend so i could never like yeah. connect that piece 
So uh, I will for you, like as a kid, when you would get these, you got these like hand me downs. Did you know right away? Oh God, this piece is missing. This piece is no missing, fucking you know? clue. No fucking clue. You know, and I was perfectly happy. You know, I couldn't. Yeah. You know, it's so funny how you know, tr- you know, what is it? Truly, truly amazing. The mind of a child, or whatever he says. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I was just, I was just happy to have something. You know, and and I knew that it wasn't right because my dad had made them popsicle sticks, so I knew something wasn't right about it. But like, I had no concept that there was like a big missing gun at the top floor because there's no big mm-hmm. there's no big missing gun seat chair that you're really familiar with from the movie. You know what I mean? I, I was kind of like, oh man, I bet you the Emperor's throne room is up here, but it never was. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Years later, I ended up getting a replacement piece for that cannon, and like, I was like, I was kind of disappointed. I was like, this is what I was missing. Oh, I wasn't missing much. I was I was fine without this. <laughs> But I do yeah, think it's like it's like part of the culture of like being a kid during that time and getting hand me downs. Like it's something that kids don't really get anymore. I feel like because kids don't play with toys like that anymore. It's like the idea of a hand me down and what that means and yeah, it's like it's like a kind of a foreign concept. Yeah, like even like none of my figures had the lightsabers or the blasters or anything. It was right. all like all all pretend, you know, back then. It was kind of more yeah, impressive not- if you had something complete. Yeah. True. And it's crazy. Um, no, but like, I mean, I don't feel like kids now, they, they don't even have that. I mean, they have the capacity to, but just the, the, the scenarios that I would think of up in my head and just like the imagination, I don't know if it's comparable to today. It's, it's or maybe it's just an, in a different medium now. It's funny because like I remember, I remember like an evolution that we're getting a little bit off the rails, but it's fine. I remember, yeah. an, I remember an evolution like, as a kid, like playing with toys, everybody went on their own adventure. Like it was their own, like unique, specific adventure that I created. But as I got older, I remember that a lot of the play patterns seemed to match the movies more or the shows more or what. Like I started recreating like specific scenarios and playing them out instead of creating my own scenarios and then I got to a point where like I got all my I remember you know I've told this story before but I'll never forget it like I'm getting all my toys out with the intention to play and then like being like this doesn't feel right anymore and I don't know why yeah I I remember that too just I'd set them all up and be like okay let's do this and then and then I think like part of the fun at that point as I was growing up was the setting up was the fun part yes yes dude 100% Picking out who you, who was going to be on the teams and who was going to be, you know, what what the mission was going to be. And then you set it yeah. all up and you're like, yeah, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. It's so true. Yeah, I, know. I, I remember that happening and just, I guess, I mean, hey, it's probably just a natural occurrence. That's mm-hmm. what happens. Okay, so let's get back to it a little bit. You got all these hand-me-down toys. You got the, yeah. all the all the movies at your disposal. Your brother's turning you on to them. What are your thoughts regarding the three? What are your favorites, least favorites, et cetera, et cetera? Uh, you know, if I if back then it was Return of the Jedi. You know, I loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it wasn't the Ewoks because I, I hated the Ewoks back then, but I just I loved that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, and you know, maybe part of that was the the slave Leia in the beginning. Yeah, that was. I imagine a, yeah, that was a, a lot of young men. Yeah, it was. I was. That was a good for an imp- a young impressionable lad. Yeah, but no, I, I loved. Um, yeah, it was Return of Jedi back in the day. Uh, what do you think I it was? Aside, back. Yeah, so me too. Yeah. But what do you think it was about a Return of the Jedi if it wasn't the Ewoks? And, and I mean, obviously Slave Leia, but 
Do you think it was like the creatures, like the Jabba? The job of it, I, I, you know, I think I just like the like the victory aspect of it. Mm. You know, like mm-hmm. they, they win, they win, they win at the end. They defeat the emperor. Um, the space battle is better than the previous two movies. Yeah. Um. What else? What was and your like, even? Uh, go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. So even even like the beginning Jabba part, you know, sorry, there was times where I remember I would fast forward to just get to the Sarlacc pit. You know, really, as a kid, yeah. But now, now it's Empire Strikes Back is my favorite mm-hmm. as an adult, and it's apparent why. See, um, it's just I, this all around good movie. Yeah, for sure. I, I think I loved. I loved Return of the Jedi as a kid as well, and I, I mean, I still love them. I love all of them, but mm-hmm. the um, it was definitely the the Jabba palace scene. Like I, I lost interest in that movie after, you know, they got off of Tatooine. Like yeah. that that was definitely the allure. Like I liked the creatures and I liked the like the smoky, you know, mob scene. You know what I mean? Like I I, I was attracted to the whole thing and like the the song and dance number and Yeah. You know. how, well how, how old were you when Return of the Jedi came out? So I was let's see, I was eighty three, so I was two. <laughs> but oh, okay. y- you know, my dad showed me Star Wars probably when I was around five and then he didn't show me Empire for like a year. And then he showed me Return of the Jedi, I think, like, six months after that. So, like, they were a little bit spaced out for me. But, um, you know, I, I, I was – I didn't really have any concept of it. I was amazed that there was even more of it. You yeah. Know? Like, I, I was like, what? A part two? Like, the first one, good enough. Like, it's over, it seems like. Um, Do you ever feel like uh, maybe you're kind of cheated of the whole Darth Vader father thing? Like, because you didn't get exposed to it at a – an age where you can kind of comprehend what exactly that meant. Yeah, but I feel, yeah, I guess in a way, I mean, but I had the awesome reveal of Ray being a Palpatine, but like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I feel like, um, I, I do feel like I was robbed of it in a way. Cause like, I, I don't remember being unaware of it prior to seeing empire, but I don't remember it being a big deal for me when I saw empire either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it was just like, it, it was just part of the fabric of it. Like, I, I don't know if I knew or not, but I don't remember it being a big deal. Empire for me, like you, I, it wasn't, it was like, I pretty much, I watched The Walkers and then I turned the movie mm-hmm. off. I was done after that. Yeah. Like, I, I, it was too slow and boring and it just didn't have the same fun that the other two did, you know? Yeah. No, not at all. Which to me, it's, you know, which to me mirrors... You know, another Star Wars trilogy um, where I feel like, you know, I feel like the sequel trilogy is really fun at the bookends, but the meat of it is in the middle. You know, my my humble opinion. Yeah. Um, so and then what was your feelings regarding the like and who was your favorite character? Like paint the picture for me, because having all of them at your disposal you know, it's at one point is a different experience. I feel like than seeing them over a, a, an expanse of time. Um, it was definitely Han Solo. Fuck I, yeah, dude! I I loved Han Solo as a kid, and I, I, I but at the same point, I loved lightsabers. Mm-hmm. So, and I always like wanted like Han Solo to have a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> like, like fuck that Luke guy. Like give the give to Han. Like, yeah. He'll take care of business. Um. Yeah, you know, it's Han Solo. Luke, you know, it's just, he was there for me. You know, he didn't bother me 
but it was he was just part of the story. You know, when watching A New Hope and like Han coming in and saving the day at the end, I'm like, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that guy did it. You know, it wasn't Luke. Yeah. Yeah. Like Luke bothers me in the first in the first one. Uh he doesn't bother me at all in the third one. Uh and then the second one I can kind of take or leave him. Uh yeah. you know, when I was a kid anyway. But like his like incessant like when I was supposed to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters, like <laughs> Like it, it <laughs> bothered me as a kid. Like I was like, I I can't, I can't stand this kid, you know. Um, yeah. And especially because I, I grew up in a house where, you know, whining and complaining and like it just it wasn't tolerated. So um, and you know, crying, literally crying, wasn't tolerated. You know, which I which I'm not a proponent of, by the way. But like, <laughs> um, you know, I wasn't allowed. I remember my grandfather died uh, in '89 or '90. And I'm like 10 years old, and my father telling me it would be okay if I wanted to shed a tear. <laughs> just one, though. Yeah, just one. <laughs> you know, like, uh, he wasn't, he just, he just wasn't tolerated. So when I saw it in other people, um, I used to get super angry about it. Uh, I re- you know, not only, like, in, in movies and stuff, I remember, like, w- there was a kid on my baseball team that he struck out every time. He was the coach's son, so he bat second, which was ridiculous, but he struck out every fucking time. This, this kid... He he couldn't hit what do they say the broadside of a barn right like he couldn't hit the ball for shit, and every time he struck out he cried like it was his first time striking out, and it, it used to <laughs> you should be used to this yeah and it used to bother me like it used to really bother me and I felt the same way about Luke like when when it was all that like you know all that whining and moaning I used to be irritated by that character but that kind of falls off a bit you know through his arc. Yeah, you know, it's. I wonder like how much of it was intentional back in the day to kind of maybe not make him this immediately off the bat lovable character that you know everyone's going to be like, oh wow, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for him. You know? Yeah, uh, it, it could be. It, it could also be that uh, George Lucas doesn't understand teenagers the same way he doesn't understand women. <laughs> I don't think he understands much at all. <laughs> he, he knows how to make a world. That's what yeah. he understands. <laughs> I, I know we're going to get to it eventually, but my, my wife and I, we watch Revenge of Sith just to kind of get prepared for this. And uh, I think we're watching like these, like, supposed to be like romantic love scenes. Oh, no, not Revenge of Sith. Sorry. Uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh, okay. And it's like, and she's like, if a guy ever spoke to me that way, she's like, I would just kind of turn and run away because mm-hmm. he's probably going to try to rape me. <laughs> yeah. <it's> just... <laughs> I mean, I, I talk about it all the time, but like the most terrible love, like, <clears throat> like, character acting or not acting but writing is 100 percent. it is because i am so in love no it is because i am so in love with you like (laughs) if you take that little line though that part out of the movie it kind of makes the movie a little bit better in my opinion i agree (laughs) i agree but it's insane like he, I, th- I really think that that's how he views young people falling in love. Like, oh yeah, it's probably like this. Those stupid fans don't get it, but this is how kids they forget. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Which okay, man, how, did, how did he get his wife? I know, dude. Well, he he couldn't keep her. That's true. And then you know, and then after that, he had billions of dollars. Like you know, like you can give fucking anybody billions of dollars. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, but, but I mean, his first one, they say that like. His his wife was responsible for a lot of the dialogue writing in Star Wars, the original, which is why it, it flows a bit better than some of, you know, and then the writing got taken over 
you know, for, for a lot of the fine tuning for five and six, but they say that that's mm-hmm. why four doesn't have the same energy, you know, dialogue wise that one, two and three have, you know, are you an yeah. angel for instance? Yeah. Um, all right. So into all the movies, like them all prefer, uh, not to watch empire and prefer the first two. I mean, the, 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 the bookend, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then you had the special editions coming out in between that time. Do you get into any of the like uh, video games, different media, books, whatever? Because you're young, yeah. you know, you're young, so it's not like you're going to be reading novels. I mean, maybe you were. Yeah. I, I couldn't stand to be around a book at that age. I'm no, still not no, too crazy was, about it. I was not a reader as a kid. It was uh, the last thing I ever wanted to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but for video games, I mean, my my family we had the the SNES, and we had an NES too, but we never had the Star Wars games for it. Um, but I remember like mostly watching my brother play the Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi ones, and I try I would try to play, but those things were were hard. They're they were hard, hard as hell. They were hard as hell, and there was no saving, I, right? Or could you no, I, could you save I, on Return of the Jedi? I can't remember. I don't remember there being saves. I remember like you'd be able to like pick levels though. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't you have to like, put in like a code to pick the level you want? I definitely didn't have the code swag. I can't remember, but I remember there was this one place in, in on Tatooine on the on Super Star Wars where if you acted like you were falling down a pit, and when you fell when you fell down, if you like if you like moved your character to back to the left as you were falling down, it like went in this little cave, and inside mm-hmm. the cave was like ten extra lives. So there was no way out of the cave. You had to jump back into the pit to die. But you could go down there and get 10 extra lives and then trade it in for one. And I would just do that until I got like 100 extra lives. And then I would play <laughs> the rest of the game. Those games yeah. were hard as hell. Yeah, I, I don't think I ever beat one. You know, yeah. it would just kind of be mess- me messing around. I remember, I think it was the first level in the Return of the Jedi one where you're heading towards Java's palace and you're on like a, like a sky, like a, like a sky hopper, I guess. I don't know. Uh-huh. And I remember not being able to get past that <laughs> and just being so frustrated. I couldn't even beat the first board to like actually get to the game. <laughs> yeah. I remember I beat them all, but I could only do it on SNES, the super star Wars. I could only do it by that, by getting all those lives. And I can, yeah. and I want to say I had a loophole for the other two also, but I'm not sure. I remember, the Super Return of the Jedi, like the the Millennium Falcon run through the Death Star, looked like complete dog shit. Like it was like the the grid system, but it looked more uh, like when you're it, when it you're actually in the Death yes, Star. Yes, yes, but yeah. it looked it looked more like Tron or some shit than it did like you're actually <laughs> in the Death Star. Well, um, it would like warn you like that. Oh, obstacle coming up, and it'll, like start like blinking, and then it would flat pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. You know, yeah, I played those games as a kid. Uh, like, I mean, obviously, N64, I, I played uh, Shadows of the Empire. I, didn't, I never got into any of the media, though. No? But, I know so, it's always a big question you guys said. Yeah, of course. No, You didn't, you didn't get the soundtrack? No. no. Oh, you must have been, you must have been what Gort calls cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I had some of the toys, though. I remember that. Okay. I, I had a, a Dash Rendar. You but, know, that character I mean, my, never did it for me. Dash I, I, th- I thought of him as a knockoff on Solo. Yeah, me too. I, I mean, he tried he to really have it is what he like is. <laughs> yeah, for sure that's what he is. And he was pushing up on Leia. Yeah. 
Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't get with him. A Shizor was okay, or scissors, <laughs> Prince scissors. You know, I, I couldn't even tell you one thing about that guy. Besides, besides <laughs> his name was impossible to spell. As a He's green. <laughs> what What started that? In In uh, this is a question for Gort because he would be the man. But when did the Star Wars name start getting really out of control? What started um, that trend? Was it Was it heir to the Empire? I mean, I. I kind of just hazard a guess that Return of the Jedi calling a species of uh, squid people Mon Calamari is pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah, no, that's stupid. But I, I mean, mean like, it was always dumb. I know I know what you're asking. Yeah. It was always dumb. Yeah, no, I agree. It's always Mar- Marvel, been dumb. Marvel Comics, they had some pretty terrible names there for all their original characters, too. Like, they were not particularly creative. Oh, give me some. Um, Like, the one that always just kind of stands out to me is like just even just jaxer like it's just a lame name like the space rabbit but like they're just lame characters in mm. marvel comics yeah no i agree but like when did all like, the like, apostrophes like, and John's shit books they had i think pretty respectable names all around for everything like it all sounded right it all read right and i never thought to myself this doesn't sound like a real word uh so i remember reading those books and i remember like did you read any of those air to the empire books james jim uh, not when they came out. My brother had them. I remember like just staring at the covers as a kid. Um, so, yeah, I recently that. listened to the audio book of the first one. Um, good. Yeah, no, I, I thought it was great. I mean, I'm listening to it. I'm like, man, this is actually really good. The only name I, that pops into my head because I didn't read it, but is the whatever the the force blocking lizard thing. Well, I was gonna say. I was just gonna say to to, to to Gort. Like, I think there's a ton of shit in that book. Like Sabouth. I'm still not sure if that's the way you say it. Um, <laughs> yeah, but when when you look at it, it doesn't like even if you mispronounce it or something. Like it's not like some wild, goofy name. Like like what, what what's the Han Solo movie? They had like trading cards from Denny's or something, and there was a guy like <laughs> Scissor Punch, like a lobster guy that shows up in a cantina. <laughs> but like, like come on. but like um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, the uh, the the uh, the uh, Nogri was like weird. Uh, the Isalamari, that was the the lizard thing. I don't know if I'm saying that right either. Pa- Paleon, Paleon. I, I'm still not sure what his name is. The ch- the Chimera, Chimera. Uh, yeah, chim- chimera is an actual word. Okay, all right. Well, relax there, Shakespeare. Um, uh, well, even with the uh, was it Sabaoth? Like I yes, remember reading so, that. Sabaoth is what I always called it. Oh, I thought it was Kaboth. Yeah, I'm not. Sure. I, I don't know. Hard C. No clue. Yeah. No clue. I feel like he started it. I feel like the the Zahn books is what started getting the Star Wars names super left of center in regard to like. Really think so? Yeah, I, I do. I, like, and, and not to say that it was crazy then. I just think that it laid the groundwork. Like the same way I feel like Beast Wars is responsible for uh, Armada. I feel like. <laughs> I feel like Sabouth <laughs> is responsible for, you know, one of them fucking crazy ones that you had me try to super good type of do 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 like, you know, later on down the line. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Those, I know what you mean. Like, like, uh, what's, what's a little lizard dude in uh, Rogue One? He's got some wild name. Which, which lizard dude? Oh, you know, ah! that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't know. Big mouth. Yeah. All right. Uh, back on, stay on target. The um, so you weren't really into the novels because you were probably too young. Played some of the video games a little bit here and there, and then you had you, but you were into the Power of the Force stuff, and yep. then and, and then you had this. Uh, 
I was super into Rogue Squadron too. Oh, that was, yeah, I that played was hours of that game. That was a good one. That was a good one. Did you play it on SNES? No, it was. Uh, I think it was on N sixty four. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. I, like, because it was on PC also. Like, I I, I, I can never get into people that would be like, "Yo, dude, you got to play it on PC." I'm like, get the fuck out of here. I'm like, I'm not talking for all that. Like, you got to what C dash dash dot dot backslash run backslash load backslash road yeah. squad. Like, fuck you. And then I, you know, my, I mean, growing up as a kid, like just having a computer was kind of. It, my, it was like my dad had one because from work like they kind of you needed it for at home and um it was like it was a piece of trash anyway it was i would try to install a game and ne- it would never work mm-hmm. i never knew what i was doing and so yeah no i never really messed with the computer games hmm. it was the uh, n64 and rogue squadron which i probably who knows i probably logged close to 100 hours of that at least right how did you oh, f- i could almost imagine more than that yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like just it was it was amazing just to pilot a ship like that. Like, I, I don't remember it ever feeling that way. You know, like, yeah. it was immersive. I felt like that game. Like, I felt like I was part of the team. Like, I wanted to get the job done. Like, I'm like, all right, boys. Um, yeah. Well, and even like that, like that kind of plays into how I enjoyed Star Wars as a kid. Because as a kid, like, the ships were what I loved. Yeah. You know, I just, I like X-Wing and Millennium Falcon and A-Wings. And, you know, it's, it's all I wanted to play with. Well, that also kind of um, makes sense for your movie choices, too, because Empire doesn't really have much of a space battle at all. You know, it has a little yeah. bit with the Falcon and the Ties, but that's it, really. Yeah. Um, um, what was your, uh, so you were excited about the special editions, but how did you feel walking out of them? You know, I was still young at the time. Right. Um, and I didn't have a concept of bad, like looking <laughs> sci-fi. Right, right. So, so I was like, I was just like, oh yeah, they threw more stuff in. Like you know, give it to me, I'll take it. You know, uh, looking back on it now, you know, some of it still like kind of holds up. You know, it does add a little bit to the movie, but a lot of it could probably just be taken out. Yeah. You know, go back to the originals. Yeah, you know, like the scene with like approaching the Death Star and A New Hope. Yeah, like that. That that's good. That was well done, but. You know, Han stepping on Jabba's tail is uh, nonsense. Rough, yeah, it's a rough one. That's a rough one. However, so let me ask you this. All right, because hmm, I, I agree with you. I hate, so Jabba looks fucking terrible. <laughs> and I hate the walk over the tail. I think it does a disservice to both characters somehow. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't even look natural. Like, correct, they, correct. They spend all this money making this horrible-looking Jabba, and he just bounces up and down. Agreed. Like a Agreed. Single frame. That being said, though, do you like having that scene in there? Because I think I do. Like, I think I like it. I like. I e- even though I hate so much about it, I think I well, do. It- it's one more it. scene with Han Solo is really yeah. what you're getting, and you're getting a bit more character from him in that movie. But yeah. the thing is. With Jabba looking as bad as it is, it's I, really I bad. I just wanted <laughs> yeah, out of there. I think I prefer with the the, the stand-in guy wearing like the fur <laughs> vest jacket. The guy who like just killed a bear before he showed up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> 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 he's wearing his carcass in. Oh god, can you imagine if that was Jabba? How to? Uh, um, no, I, I get you. I, I just feel like I, I feel like it is. You know, when you view the saga as a whole now. I do think that that scene it gives you a little bit more of a well-rounded view of the world, Solo's history, mm-hmm. Jabba, the Tatooine kind of 
vibe, like the the whole bit from Jabba being a presence in Phantom Menace through Return of yeah. the Jedi. You know, I I kind of feel like the saga as a whole is better for that scene, but that movie is worse for that scene. I guess is how I feel. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I like how I mean, it's kind of given rise to, you know, was it Boba Fett that you know killed Luke's aunt and uncle? Mm. Because he's there, and you know, in, in Empire Strikes Back, when Vader's like, "No disintegrations," you know, right? Like, is that is that what he did to them, and that's why he's yelling at them now? Huh? I never considered that. No, I can't imagine, but I don't think I'd be upset with it either. Yeah, I I feel like we've all endured so many changes. Like, if you throw in some something <laughs> wild card, up, sure, why not? Well, what's the one? What's the one that they added in with Greedo? Just with the Disney Plus releases? Oh, they shoot at the oh, same time. He says something about McDonald's. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like McChicken or something. <laughs> McClunky. Or... What, what what happens before he, before he uh, takes a shot at Han? He says, "I think he says McClunky or yeah, some, something like that." It, it was very weird. I, I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why, why, why did why does it need that extra bit of dialogue? Like, why does it need that beat? Because because George Lucas thought that it needed to be there, so they went with it. The, the prints of the movie that they're using right now, they had already made, I guess, something equivalent to 4K for the 3D versions that we never Correct. get. So, Correct. Um, uh, we don't want to do extra work. We're just going to leave that little bit in there. We could have just not had Well, that, I but. think that was part of I think that was yeah. contractual. Like, I think it was contractual that... Who the hell it was? That You're like right. yeah, that they weren't allowed to fuck with anything that he had done in regard to what the intended releases were. So like, whenever they were to do a 4K, it had to be that. I think like that shit set in stone because because Lucas was worried about them, you know, taking out all of his extra shit. Well, what? That's kind of uh, like what happens if they of him? Like, look, we're changing the pod race to the hundred meter dash. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, I, well, I don't know. I think that, I, you know, we've talked about this kind of ad nauseum, Gort and I, but, uh, I don't, f- the, the, I don't find that many changes to be all of that offensive. Like we're in, you know, in, in, in that way, like I, I do think that, you know, is a little dumb. The best yeah. way to say it is that most of it, it's totally fine. It's all, you know. It, it it helps the movie. It does enhance the movie. But the thing is, the ones that are bad are so bad, it really is just a tremendous train wreck you can't get away from. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you, I yeah. think uh, Vader's no that was added for the Blu-ray editions mm, is, is far worse than any change made in A New Hope. Yeah. But, but even even worse than them adding the no in... Sound-wise, it doesn't sound like it even fits where it is. Agreed. Like it's loud and out of place. Agreed. I, I, I wouldn't mind just like the single one that he says first. Yeah, just like no. the no. Yeah, I was, I'm no. good with that too. Like, like under his breath. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm good you with know, that too. You know what change I, I still to this day cannot, I do not like is replacing Boba Fett's voice with the guy I, I who hate played it. I hate Tango. it. I hate it. I hate it. He doesn't have that yeah, like, I don't like raspiness. That, that like you know, it, does, it sounds like a. I don't know. He doesn't sound like Bubba Fett should. I agree. Yeah. Like the other guy sounded cold. Like he was ready to murder. The other guy just sounds like he wants a paycheck. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And of course, you got it. And of course, liberation for his brothers. Um, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
but I I've, I I've do feel like the no that and the Jabba change. Those are the two that are most that are most bo- and, and and the Boba Fett voice. I'll give you that one too. Are the well, most? I, would, I mean, I think Empire Strikes Back. Like they probably it probably has the least offensive changes. Oh yeah, that those are all and those are yeah. all great opening up Cloud City and all that. Like that's fucking perfect. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Eh. I'm not too. I don't. I don't know if I how I feel about the Ian McDermott's Emperor. Yeah. Um. I, the original one seemed more, I guess, scary to me as a kid. Agreed. Uh, it does I mean, seem scary, but I I think it makes more sense, obviously, to have. Ian yeah. Uh, no. I, I used to always be like, "Who's this old woman?" Well, but like, the, there's there's like two things about it that are weird. Like, they changed the dialogue for that scene, and it does sound really weird now. The way they're speaking in like almost code to one another about something they blatantly know about. <laughs> That's stupid. <laughs> but but the other thing, Dude, that's no a really good point. Of Anakin Skywalker. That's a really good point. Speaking the, the, in code the, to each other about something they both obviously know. Yeah. Oh god. No, that's a so, good point. The other thing there is the Emperor looks like he does in Revenge of the Sith. Like they yeah. they filmed it that same fucking day. Yeah. And yeah. they they really needed to make it look more like Return of the Jedi. They don't look the same. Agreed. Well, and it's super clear. Like that's like in 4K. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, oh yeah. All, all the holograms at the point have been just a little bit, little bit fuzzy. You know. Yeah. And they, this guy's coming through perfectly. Well, I guess you know if if <laughs> if there's going to be two devices that broadcast the clearest signal, it's 100 percent going to be between Vader and the Emperor. That's true. You know, that's yeah. where the empire, I, those where the imperial taxes are definitely going to go. I, you know, he does and, have a move out of the asteroid field to get a. Speaking of terrible, uh, this is true too. But speaking of terrible holograms, that one of uh, Darth Vader in in the uh, cockpit of the the Imperial Walker when General Veers is talking, <laughs> yeah. it looks like his head is missing almost, like part of his helmet is missing, and it kind of looks stop motiony. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't look right. Fix that. Why didn't they fix the things that mattered? And it does feel like he puts his hands on his hips for no reason. It's like, dude, get your hands off your hips. Who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. Well, like, let me ask you this. Like, you're, you, like, you're standing said, there like an angry stepdad. Well, like, like say said they give you control to do what you want to the original trilogy. Like, go back to the original stuff. Maybe add something that you'd want to see in there. Like, what, what, what would you do? The stormtroopers are all riding on rancors, not do-bags. <laughs> <laughs> um... Huh. I don't whew, that's a good that's a good question. Uh I think you've discussed it before, but I feel like George Lucas was definitely just surrounded by yes men. Oh, for for a fact. Mm-hmm. For a fact. Um there should have been you know, like that's George the Emperor Screaming Unlimited Power is a metaphor for George Lucas. um but i don't know i don't i don't know exactly what i I mean what there's like things that i would change back you know what i mean but like i don't know what i would necessarily go and change other than uh i I probably would get rid of the leia luke kiss maybe um yeah i don't know I, i i i'm not sure i would change too much i'm to be fair if I was to change any movies, it would be episodes one, two, and nine. Everything else, I'm kind of good with. Okay, you know, yeah, as, I mean, that, that kind of that kind of fits. Aside from changing things back, like I would change back the song. I'm even okay with the song, and I'm okay with the dance aspect 
in the in the. It's not my favorite, but I'm okay with it in the changes of Return of the Jedi. But I hate the fucking song. Yeah. <sighs> the guy. I remember watching like the when the special edition was coming out. Like there was like a making of that scene, and they. I think they spent a good 15 minutes just explaining this. Like the guy running up and opening his mouth. Yao Waza, whatever the, the fuck his name is. <laughs> Like and how they had him animated like the spit in his mouth, and I was like, I was like, I was like, who gives? I like to call him y- Yeah, Waka Waka Waka. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that shit's dumb. But like, uh, I think you know, structurally for those films, as much as I love them, you know, the the ones that I feel like are are waste waste valuable time, energy, and effort on meaningless shit is one, two, and nine. Everything else, yeah. I'm I'm pretty much good to go with. Um, <clears throat> all right, let's move forward. So, when the prequels come along, what is your what is your feelings regarding that? Because you're uh, about coming into being a teenager. Uh, let's see. Uh, so, I think Episode One came out when I was in sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I was super excited. Mm-hmm. You know, everything about Phantom Menace, I was like give it to me like i want more like like everything um the trailer was amazing you know yeah, you guys talked man. about that before and you know i you can still go back and watch that trailer today and it's still like kind of gets me going a little bit yeah it's it's it still feels good like certain certain like that amadala scene where she's like just looking out the window like it mm-hmm. feels so fucking regal and like deep you know like oh god we're going to go places here but then Having seen the movie and know what it is and kind of what it is, and you watch it and you see like Jar Jar like getting zapped in the mouth by the pod racer, you're yeah. like, oh, you're like, oh man, I just, I just wasn't, I wasn't savvy enough to notice this shit. <laughs> well, I mean, is he really featured that much in the trailer? Not, not a ton, but there is that that scene, like that scene where he gets zapped is in there. Um, oh yeah, you're right. Just like a tiny little it's clip. A, yep. Like it's like- yep. Um, but like, there's things like I remember, it's like seeing the Gungans come through the mist, riding on those two-legged dinosaur things. Like, yeah, I remember seeing that in the trailer and being like, "Oh shit, they look tough." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's so interesting how like a change in dialogue, you know, like because you could have made you could have made the Gungans intimidating. It wouldn't have been yeah. impossible, you know. It's just the, it's just they talk goofy, their culture's kind of goofy, like. You know, blah, 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 all that. None of that shit helps. You know. Well, rewatching episode one to get like kind of ready for this. <laughs> Starting the movie up until Jar Jar is really is like like comes on the screen. It's actually a good movie. I know it's only like twenty minutes, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but the whole like interaction with Obi Wan and Qui Gon like it's, it's, <laughs> it, it feels more like Star Wars. Agreed. But then once they, then once he comes in, it's just oh, there. It is. Like, it just all goes downhill. Yeah, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon are singularly responsible, I think, for saving that movie. You know, for, for making that movie salvageable. Their relationship, what it means to the lore overall, um, Qui-Gon as a character, and, mm-hmm. you know, the laying the groundwork for the tragedy that is Obi-Wan Kenobi is, like, that's what gets you through that movie, I feel like. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, and e- even, like, with um, Natalie Portman's uh, Padme, like, she wasn't as good of an actor in that movie. I don't know. Maybe it's not her. Maybe it's I think the it's dialogue. the director. I think it's the director, man. Like, yeah, you know, I, I think that <clears throat> the dialogue is clunky and the directing is he's not an actor's director. You know, he's a special effects mm-hmm. director. 
But I mean, that being said, like seeing this as a sixth grader, I, I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I came out of that and like, and I remember I saw my brother and I remember him being so disappointed. And like in my head, I'm like, why is he disappointed? Like, that was awesome. Like, did, he, did, he not, did, he, did he not see that lightsaber battle? And like, yeah. And like, I remember trying, like, I kind of like faked it a little bit with him. Like, yeah, you know, it wasn't that good, you know, because he was my cool older brother, you know, just trying to impress him and stuff. But, <laughs> it's funny, man. Like, inside, inside, I was like, I can't wait to see that again. I do feel like the the reaction to that movie became a slippery slope. Like, I don't remember hearing anybody say anything negative about it until I think Adam was the first person I heard say something bad about it. And it was like two weeks later. And, mm-hmm. and, and you know, and that was like the first person I, I was like, what are you nuts? And then like, it slowly started to unravel, you know? And uh, I mean, was that, was that the start of like kind of movie bashing in general? Was that hmm. was episode one? Hmm. What do you think about that, Gort? That's a good, I'm trying to think of. Uh, yeah, that's quickly a good in my question. Head. Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I mean, maybe it's just it's like with the times, like the internet is really kind of starting to go full steam, and people can find more stuff. But yeah, no, I, I can't remember a movie before that that was because there was. So, like I could think of, I, I could think of movies that like people didn't care for, and you know they received an amount of hate, but not on that scale. Yeah, because I like there was some superhero movies that came out that were dog shit, but people never talked about them like they talked about episode one oh, once it started. Wait, no, ba- Batman and Robin. Sorry, you you just uh, yep. There you go. Yeah, that that one to this day even. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay, but so, I, but although I do, people people are starting to act like you know pretty fondly towards you know schwarzenegger in that movie which which i kind of get but everybody chill (laughs) what killed the dinosaurs the ice age Uh, my my other favorite time to put the bat and bird on ice um the uh the the thing is is is, i I think that the one thing i will say about episode one in comparison to batman and robin is that like batman forever it tenderized the meat. So Yeah, that wasn't completely a horrible, horrible yeah, movie. But. And it's bad. But like it wasn't Batman and Robin bad. Yeah. And, and, but I feel like what it did was it started to numb you to how bad it could be. Where I don't feel I, like Star Wars had that numbing. It was like four, five, and six is great. And the special editions, are, I would take or leave different parts, but I, it's still four, five, and six is still great. And then it was episode one. It was like, Ugh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, it has its moments. It does. It really does. Uh, that, that, I think that, I don't know, I go back and forth between that lightsaber battle and Anakin and Obi-Wan's and Revenge of the Sith, like, are, I think, the, the best ones yeah. of the whole saga. So, yeah, I agree. You know, it's, and I, you know, I was right at that age, you know, we're, still collecting toys, still playing. And I remember trying to hunt down freaking finding a Darth Maul, like was almost impossible. Oh, the three and three quarter. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't easy. Shit. The six and three and three quarter. Like there was another scale. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. (laughs) Well, I mean, back then, yeah. You know, they, they put out every size figure you can imagine for that movie. Well, yeah, there was like the big, the big dumb Darth Maul, like the 12 inch looking one or whatever it was. 12 inch ones with the cloth. uh, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so then episode two. Uh, um, I can't say I hate the movie because <laughs> as a kid watching it, 
you know, cut all that those love scenes out. I, I liked it. You know, I, yeah. I was I loved the action. I loved the new ships. You know, that Jedi Starfighter like was one of my favorites. Like growing up as mm-hmm. a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and the gunships looked cool. The co- clones looked cool. And you know, trying to put together in my head, oh, how do these guys going you know, to become the stormtroopers? You know, it's yeah. So I, I mean, if you if you take out all the love scenes of that movie, I I don't know, I think I kind of like it. Yeah, I, I a lot of people put that as their their least favorite Star Wars movie, um, but like there to me, like it, it to me, it's not an easy watch for sure. Mm-hmm. But that Obi Wan Jango fight is one of the best fucking Star Wars fights I feel like. And yeah. and then the, as soon as uh, as soon as Mace Windu shows up. On Geonosis, like I love the rest of it. Like yeah. you know, I, I thoroughly enjoy the rest of it, and it has the most wildest. It has the most Yodaist fucking Yoda fucking quote <laughs> of all time. With around the survivors, a perimeter create. It's like so <laughs> awkward and fucked. Um, Do you ever? I don't. I don't know if I've ever heard you guys talk about it. Do you ever watch like the like the robot chicken ones or of course spoofs that they do? Yeah. So like the the, the the there's the one for that scene where the clone troopers is like wait stop it's like we're in a battle you need to speak clear and direct commands like we don't know what you're trying to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's I mean it that's the most like it's like Yoda unhinged like it's like it's yeah. it's like it's too it's too Yoda y for Yoda's own good um but there's a, there's a lot of like there's a lot of cool subtle moments like um. You know, like I, I've talked about it at, at, at nauseam, but I feel like, but that, that that scene where Yoda looks at the at Chancellor Palpatine and like knows something's off. You know, little yeah. little beats that I really do enjoy, and I, I love a lot of the Jedi characters that they introduce in there aesthetically. You know, you don't really get much character out of them. Clone, Clone Wars works in some ways to fix that, but yeah, um, definitely. You know, Barazofi and Illuminara and Dooley, and uh, you know, seeing Plo Koon and or, uh you know, Plo Koon and actually like, just seeing some of them get to seeing a fucking a ton of Jedi's getting ready to fight was just a, once you put that toothpaste out of the toothpaste tube, you know, like that, that's one of those moments that's it's so good, you know, like it's just so rewarding as a fan to see finally, I feel like. Yeah. You know, I think it's just something that it's always been there, you know, that yeah, there at one point there was these thousands of Jedi, like what, what, what would it be like to watch them just go all into battle, you know? And, we we also that get was awesome. we also get to learn what the P stands for in C three PO, which is pun. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna let it ride out there. Just I was gonna let it ride the wave and see where it landed. Um, but uh, you know, like what a drag, and you know all that shit. Like it was so terrible. Um, I'm quite beside myself. Yes, that one. But the 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 one part, the one I do love, and like it's like a you know it's like a quote in my house and <clears throat> amongst my friends and everything is uh, is it's a nightmare. <laughs> you know, like if you spill if you spill like the chocolate milk or something, it's a nightmare. Um, <laughs> but like that's that feels very Star Warsy to me. What does he say when he walks in? He, he's like, he says like, "Oh, machines like, he's making, making machines. machines. How perverse!" Well, though, right before that, is he say he's like, so it's like some like blow me down. Like he says like oh, some yeah. kind of weird. <laughs> he does. I can't well, remember. What's my buttons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he does say he does. He does. I can't remember what it was. Fuck. Oh, yeah. No. 
Um, but I, like seeing like the gladiatory, you know, the gladiator type thing, like that all worked for me. Um, what, what was your thoughts on the Yoda fight? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, dude. You know, absolutely. I I, I don't know. Like I got watching it in the theater, and like everyone just going nuts, like cheering and like clapping, and it was just yeah. I don't know how how, how do you not like that moment? Yeah. You know, yeah. without because well, right before that, I was so disappointed because you know, like Obi Wan was my guy, you know, right. in the prequel trilogy, and like I was like, oh, he beat Darth Maul, he'll he'll beat this old guy like quick, but and then he gets his, you know, and then Yoda comes in, and then it's like, okay, well, he, hopefully he can rescue this situation. <clears throat> I saw this um, meme recently, and it was of Count Dooku uh, with like a sad face, and next to it was like a grill lighter. That was like a straight grill lighter, and then the next one was like Count Dooku, like super excited face, and it had like the curved grill lighter. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right, so and then Revenge of the Sith. What is? I, I, I'm always interested to know people's reaction. Like, what were your thoughts going up to Revenge of the Sith? Were because there was always like, oh, uh, I feel like there were some people who were just excited. Some people were like, I hope this fixes all of the problems of the first two. Some people were like, fuck it by this point. Some people, you know what I mean? What were your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, I was definitely like looking forward to it. I remember the trailer. I was just like, "Oh man, it's gonna be good." You know, it's gonna, it's gonna redeem the other two. Um, and I, I mean, for the most part, I think it did. Yeah, you know that that's that's definitely my favorite of the prequel, and it's pretty high up there in my <clears throat> like overall. You know, just the the emotion of the fight between Anakin and Obi Wan at the end is, you know, when he's like, "You were my brother," you know, that yeah. gets me. You know, yeah, me too, me too, and like he did. <laughs> he, he did just kind of take his lightsaber. It's like, oh, your father wanted you to have this, but that's not entirely true. <laughs> no, <laughs> but, not at all. Um, and you know, the Emperor, like, he's—I think he's the the star of that movie. You know, oh, just yeah. the, oh, that sure. Ian McDermott's acting is off the charts. Yeah, it's like it's like they finally like like just uh, they took the leash off him, you know, and just let him go full Palpatine. Yeah, and you know they cut out a lot of the. I mean, there's the the one cringe like love scene but a lot of it was gone from episode two mm-hmm. you know it wasn't and that, that's what episode two suffered from this is this is true <clears throat> yeah yeah i'll tell you like and and <laughs> ironically them looking at each other across the city not saying anything is the most real their love ever feels to me yeah no i agree with that too and I'll tell you what, what's another beat in that movie that like it gives me the like i'm sitting here thinking about it i'm getting the fucking chills is when uh, Obi Wan goes to see Padme uh, to try to you know get her you know on his side as far as what's going on, mm-hmm. bring her up to speed, and as he's walking away, he goes, "Anakin's the father, isn't he?" And she doesn't say anything, and he just goes, "I am so sorry," and like yeah. I feel every fucking beat of that. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it, it, watching it, I was. It was two nights ago we watched Revenge of the Sith and you know, watch it, I'm just like, Wow, like this is it's good. It's a good movie. I think it's it clearly outshines the other two and, and I know I I put it above I would put it above a new hope and oh no, not New Hope, but a Return of the Jedi for sure. Yeah, me too. My um my list. I would say that like um it, what Revenge of the Sith it, it, you know, it's not perfect, but but what it does is to to me like Star Wars has to have an equal amount of fun and mythology, and it finds that balance. 
you know, where there's like big, you know, lore shit that goes on in that movie, but there's also a lot of fun that goes on in mm-hmm. that movie. You know, like, um, and not all of them do a great. I mean, I would argue that seven and eight are inverted in that way, where I feel like eight does a lot for the lore and seven does a lot for the fun. Yeah. Um. Anyway, <clears throat> actually, I would say it's about Empire as well that it does a lot for the lore, but not as much for the fun. Like, I feel like the Hoth part is the fun part. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of it is yeah, kind of lower. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, just one more thing on uh, Revenge of the Sith, though. The Please. opening battle scene, like I remember, just being blown away. You know, just all these star destroyers just go, going at it. And at this point, we didn't have we had that just that that animated Clone Wars cartoon, right? Yeah, that came out kind of yep. like leading up to Revenge of the Sith. And I remember, like, I, I enjoyed that for what it was. You know, it wasn't. Like Star Warsy, but it was good. You know what fucked me up about that uh, that opening battle is the fact that it's like the first time that the space battle seems three D. You know, yeah, it's always on the level. Yeah, like every time you watch a space battle in Star Wars, it's always like the left side and the right side are going at each other. Um, but this one is like you're going up, you're going down, you're going sideways. You know what I mean? Like you're going all over the Just place, everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. What was your thoughts on uh, General Grievous? Uh, at, at, so my thoughts with the, so I have, this is, that's an interesting question. So I I have a, a beef kind of with how they approach the villains in the prequels. Um, because so many seem disposable and as a result, none of them become kind of locked in like Vader is locked into star Wars in a way that, that not many villains are. I think that, that the emperor is locked in in the same way, but like, the problem with Land- Lando is a better villain than prequel villains. <laughs> y- yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. But like the um, I mean, I think Krennic is locked in a lot more to, to yeah. like Star Wars to yeah. me than because like Darth Maul, they threw him away. Count Dooku, they they threw him away, and then they, they like each one is like a replacement of the other. So you get rid of Maul, now you throw in Dooku. Then you get rid of Dooku and you throw in Grievous and. As I, I wish, in hindsight, it would have just been Maul all the way through. Yeah. You know, yeah. no Dooku, well, no Grievous. Did you um, the, ever read the novelization of Revenge of the Sith? Yes. It's great. So, yeah. And I, one of the things that always sticks out to me is the, the first the fight scene between them, like on the, on the bridge or Palpatine captured. You know, they, they dive into it like so much more like the... That Obi Wan and Anakin like went at them with their old fighting styles, but then they switched up like halfway through to yeah. throw them off balance. And Dooku the whole time he thought his job was to kill Obi Wan and turn Anakin, and and then how shocked he was when you know he just has Anakin kill him. You know, it's yeah. There's just a lot, a lot there that you don't that didn't come across in the movie. Yeah, there's a number of things in that novelization that I was like, man. Why isn't this in? And the one that always sticks out to me is when, um, <clears throat> when uh, they don't give uh, Anakin the rank of master, and uh, he's like, he's like, that's unheard of. It's never been done in the history of the Council. All that shit. And then Mace Windu says, "Take a seat, young Skywalker." And Anakin looks at him and says, "Maybe I'll take yours." He says that. I don't remember that. Part. Yeah, he says that in the novel, and like, I wish that shit was in there. Yeah, I talked to my but- buddy Gary about that. Uh, the you know the problem with Anakin in this in the se- in the prequel trilogy all the time and his biggest gripe is something that I do agree with where there's there's not enough um, 
display of natural ability and and then the arrogance and kind of confidence that comes along with that you know like he points out the when 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 he goes to kill the separatist at mustafar spoilers that um <laughs> <clears throat> that you know as as a battle droid or something takes a shot at him he doesn't break stride and just throws the lightsaber behind his back and deflects it and, like, that's a display of natural ability where, like, this guy just, you know, he's Jordan. You know, he's just, there's just a certain amount of natural talent that this person was born with. And well, I feel like you get a little bit of that in the, uh, when they're reviewing the hologram of him massacring the temple. Yeah. Like, he just, like, walks in, grabs some Jedi by their throat, fighting off another guy. Like, yeah. And he just, it's all, like, kind of in stride. Like, he's not even trying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. But, um... You know, and then, but I, I feel like him saying, "Maybe I'll take yours." Is is a display of that confidence that would come along with being so good and so on top of your game at that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. I don't get the impression that Mace was really out there in the field the same way that Anakin was. I actually I don't get the impression that many Jedi were in the field the same way that Anakin and Obi Wan were. You know, during yeah, the it definitely Wars. seems that way. But, but I mean, the Clone Wars kind of uh, redoes a lot of it, and I, you know, I kind of think it does enhance like the prequels a lot more as, Definitely. Uh, I mean everyone pretty much thinks um, you know the one yeah, obviously the one scene that I do have a problem with that's not Padme Anakin related is going to confront the emperor or the chancellor at the time uh-huh. and just like who who are these three guys like they didn't, <laughs> <laughs> why did they even go yeah I, I love uh, you know the famous joke about that like I just found out that the, the Chancellor is an evil Sith Lord. I, I, I need my best three guys. All we got is these guys. <laughs> Any three guys. <laughs> and like, and it was a shame to me because like, who was in that room? It was Sacy Tin, Plo Koon. No, not Plo Koon. Kit, Kit Fisto. Fisto. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I don't remember uh, the, Eath Koth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't know. I was just like, I thought it was from the trailers, you know, once again, misleading me that like, you know, that, are you threatening me, Master Jedi? Like, ch- 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 all the fucking blades mm-hmm. coming on, and then the corkscrew jump, which to me is still awesome, even though it's kind of become a meme. Um, I love the noise. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it, too. But, like, uh, I kind of thought that that was going to be something, and it really wasn't. And the other, like, the whole time, it's like the same thing with Maul when fucking uh, Obi-Wan jumped up and over him. It's like there's so much time, like, what did he just do? dude did you see that we better yeah, well, we better I mean, hey yeah. step your game up this guy's fucking serious he just did a corkscrew jump be ready be you know what I mean? and, and, and in that time he fucking dispatches all of them well I, i'll give it a kid fist though i think he makes it a little bit longer than the other guys <laughs> uh, yeah he blocked a swinger too <laughs> yeah and, and there's one part i always like notice it like it's right when he's about to, I think, stab Eth Koth, and he makes this like this weird face. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like an like an O face. He's like, oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, like that shit. Like I mean, that is that that whole sequence from that, and then all, and of course, like the the like kind of weird relationship with Anakin, with like. <laughs> the force is wrong with you. That that that's all. That's maybe him going a bit too far. Um, yeah. But it's like that dude. Feel. I mean, it seems like it's sensual. You know, like it's it's intense. 
<laughs> um, but I, but then I love how like quickly he like changes like like back in the we must move quickly. The Jedi are relentless, like, and I do like how he views yeah. the Jedi as like they're like rats, you know, and like they're gonna, yeah. they're never gonna stop trying to get the cheese if you don't fucking get to them and cut them off and put them in a fucking rat trap. Yep. Like, I got. I, well, I, so he when he's shooting at Mace Windu and he's blocking it back at him. I never understood. I know it's a story, but why he just doesn't stop shooting the lightning? <laughs> Could have sa- saved his face a little bit. Like, yeah. Well, oh, Mace would have just brought that saber down on his face instead. Well, I, I guess that's true. I always think that he's throwing. He's throwing. He he wants all of that to seem away. Like he he wants to look fucked up he wants to look defeated he wants to look mm-hmm. like the frail weak beaten old man standing underneath the blade of one of the most powerful jedi in the universe for the moment that mace for the moment that anakin comes in the door like that's what anakin know how sees. i got these scars <laughs> <laughs> um so the prequel trilogy is over do you get into clone wars at all yes immediately not, not- no, yeah, me neither. Not immediately. Um, I, you know, I didn't see, I didn't see the movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I heard it was horrible. Yeah, it's you know? pretty bad. Uh, I, I got into it with the show, and I didn't even that that I didn't get into until probably season two or three. Right. You know, when I kind of was like, you know, looking for something to watch, I was like, yeah, you know, let me give this a shot. And now, now I love it. I think it's some of the best Star Wars we've gotten. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. I mean, there are the low points, though. I can't say it's all good. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. so let's let's tie that into the kind of Clone Wars now. Like, there's been mixed reviews regarding Clone Wars. And in my most humble opinion, or perhaps not so humble, um, that criticism is better laid at the feet of Mandalorian than it is at the feet of Clone Wars I think that Clone Wars is pretty consistent. Like it feels like Clone Wars to me, where they weren't all home runs. You know, yeah. there's th- you're gonna have some base hits, and I feel like the the Echo arc is a home run. And then I feel like yeah, no, I loved it. Yeah, you know, it's just and then the sisters arc is like a base hit. But this one I'll is give it a bunt. <laughs> yeah, okay, a bunt is even fair. You know, like because there's stuff that I like about that sisters one. I like that that third episode in that arc is some of the darkest Clone Wars stuff we've ever gotten. Yeah, um, no, for sure. With like characters being fucking tortured repeatedly, and like that one guy who's like going up the elevator, but like his upper body is like hanging out, and like the the fucking floor in the elevator cut his fucking head and shit off, like. That's just dark stuff for an animated show. Yeah. Um, well, like, what do you think this was more aimed at? You know, I always saw kind of like the Clone Wars that it kind of grew with the viewer, you know? Yeah. It was meant for like a little kid in the beginning. And then by the end of it, it's like, holy like crap. Like, like there's a Jedi there masquering probably trying to catch, clones, you know? Like, like, what do you think? Like 10-ish? I would uh, say it's. I would say I would say the demographic is older that they're aiming for. Their target audience is older. I, I think that kids are watching at them. the at the get go. No, 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 not at the get go. At the get go, I think that you're spot on. That it was definitely for a younger audience. Okay, but now, like, I mean, episode, I mean, season seven. I, I feel like kids are showing up to this thing, and Darth Maul is talking to them. Why are you here? Like, because <laughs> because that episode, man, is top five greatest Clone Wars episodes ever to me. The, yeah, the, the most recent one you're yeah, talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I I was hesitant about the return of Darth Maul, but I think they handled it good. 
Yeah, you yeah know? I agree. And you know, they they it, it kind of threw away like how he survived, but like yeah, just like his his hate and anger just kept him going. <laughs> just keep that fire going. Um, I do feel like that 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 second arc is the weakest. But like you know, Clone Wars had weak ass arcs. You know, even the great seasons yeah. had weak arcs. Like it's just to me, well, it's just consistent with what the show has always been. Yeah, I think like the the one that stands out in my mind is um, I think it was Umbara. The the that arc was followed by the the droids in the desert arc. Yeah, do you remember that? And I was like, how do you ah. go from that to yeah. you know. Yeah, no. See, that's that's a slow moving arc. That one with the with the commando, right? Yeah, at the end, but like yeah. just two episodes of them just kind of walking through the desert or whatever. See, that there's, there's like a bit of a charm to some of that stuff, but like I and I, but I get exactly what you're saying. And there's a bit of a charm to the sisters episodes too, but it's not as good as the other stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that, and I also like what I feel like is like Clone Wars. Like whenever they start a new arc, the first episode is always kind of slow. And I feel like it's consistent here, with the exception of this last one. But like the first yeah. episode of the sisters arc is slow. The first episode of the uh, the Echo arc is slow. You know, but it's like yeah. that's just kind of what they do. I don't know. Um, but let's move into uh, let's move into the the sequel stuff. All right, um, talk, talk about it. Talk about the buyout. How you felt about felt about Disney taking over, leading up to seven and seven. I was excited. Um, and I mean, even more got, got me excited was when I heard that JJ Abrams was going to be doing the first movie, mm-hmm. you know, um, this is coming off of, I've, I've never watched Star Trek as a kid, never had an interest to watch it. Like no one in my family did, Right. but my, my, me, and my brother on a whim, you know, he picked me up. He's like, Hey, let's go see the Star Trek movie. I heard it's pretty good. And like, I remember walking out of that theater and like, he, like we look at each other and he's like, he's like, man, why can't that guy make Star Wars? <laughs> Right, you know? right, right. <laughs> um, so when finding that out, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, it's happening. You know, we, we talked about this years ago. Yeah, I felt the um, same way. And you know, Force Awakens was it was fun. It's a good movie. I you know just just rewatched it, and it it I, I know it's like criticized as kind of a retreading of a New Hope, but is that I, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, they always say like history repeats itself. You know, it's. I I do like that aspect of it. Well, I agree, but I also think what might not be bad about it is just how mixed the reviews were for the prequels and how people kind of felt mixed about the prequels, that it it allowed an opportunity to kind of have a reset back-to-basics approach. Because I didn't find, especially for the first couple months, anybody saying anything negative about The Force Awakens. Everybody was yeah. like, yeah, it's pretty good. Then it started to trickle in, well, it's just episode four again. But at the same time, they'd be like, but, you know, it was, I enjoyed it, but it's just the same movie over and over. You know what I mean? Like, like at the get-go, people were upset about Han Solo being killed off, and that was about really the only criticism I could think of. Everybody mm-hmm. seemed to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think they, they treated his character great in that movie, though. I do, I too. Think. Oh, yeah. I do, too. You know, I, I, that, that's his movie, I feel like. It's not... It's not so I don't think it's raised in that one. You so, know, it's, it's Han's movie. I would criticize that movie for that reason. You know, if they didn't make it more race centric. Y- yeah, and I think they do a good job. Like I think it's Ray enough. But if I mm-hmm. were to criticize it, you know, outside of the retread thing, you know, especially looking at the sequel trilogy as a whole now, 
I wish they would have put more emphasis on the newer characters and less on the legacy characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, you're getting quite a lot of Han Solo in there, but if we're going to go with just the new characters, it's really a Ray and Finn movie. Yep. And where I would say that the whole trilogy is a Kylo Ren story, that's because of episode eight and nine. Right. Yeah. Not yeah, so much Ky- seven. Kylo's, like, I like him in the, like, the whole secret trilogy overall but the first movie you don't you don't really get that much development of him like you just kind of get the god i hate this guy he just he just killed han solo oh i definitely think that (laughs) jj and uh, jj and rj saw that character very differently yeah um but that that i love that scene where uh when he walks in and finds that ray's gone you know, where she's been, like, you know, he's like, like, he's like, no, no. Like, I just, cause I, I know that feeling where like, you know, like you knew you shouldn't have left your fucking, uh, whatever, your glass of water so close to the edge and you come back and a kid's, <laughs> a kid's knocked it over and you got broken glass all over the floor and you're like, no, no. Like you just knew yeah. it. Um, but yeah. I, I mean, he handles that role really good. Yeah. yeah he's, he's amazing. Like, uh, he's an amazing individual actor, the whole gambit. Like, I, I, I love that dude. Yeah, no, I do too. Um, uh, and so then let's get into, uh, we'll say the spinoff stuff until afterwards at this point. Let's get into the, uh, the last Jedi. All right. Uh, yeah, this is the one, um, <laughs> I love how it's always like, like, especially on, on this show, but I feel like whenever last Jedi comes up, people are like, all right. And as you hear like in the background, like. <laughs> cracking their knuckles and <laughs> walking out. I mean, I, I I didn't like it. I walked out. I I kind of instantly started complaining about it. You know, it right. was like I was like, why? Wow, like this it was awful. You know, it was a terrible movie. And um, you know, my, my appreciation has grown for it, but there's still parts in there that I I cannot stand. <laughs> you know the the whole casino scene. I the, when I just rewatched them, I. I I fast forwarded the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, I didn't, even, I'm like, there's no, nothing happens here. But yeah, they come back with a stuttering Benicio del Toro. That's about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, initially Luke's like, I hated what they did with Luke, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was so out of character. Um, you know, and then they listened to you was kind of informed it a little bit. Like, you know, maybe it's not, you know, he, he watched, like he thought he was on top. He built up, he was starting the Jedi again. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, everything just got taken away from him. You know, you can't blame a guy for just wanting to, like, kind of retreat and be like, you know, fuck all this, you know? Well, and I think that also, like, he 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 realized what the fans realized. You know, when, when the fans are saying stuff like, oh, man, it's just the same shit over and over again. Like, the good guys win, they make a school. The bad guys rise, destroy the school. The good guys win, make a school. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, like, that's what the fans say, you know? And I feel like Luke realized that. Like, fuck, like, I'm just stuck in this cycle. And I'm stuck in this cycle because we, as Jedi, think that we, we have ownership of the light and can control the way the Force works. But maybe yeah. it's our fault. And maybe it's always been our fault. And then he and then he comes to realize that he's wrong, you know. But like, I to me that that reasoning, especially for that character, like it just it works. Like I'm endangering the mission. I shouldn't have come, you know. Like yeah. when he's getting ready to to chop Vader into pieces and throws the lightsaber away. Like the moment that he thinks he might be doing the wrong thing, I feel like it's in his nature to like just go 
hard left the other way. And sometimes it's yeah. right and sometimes it's wrong, you know? Oh, I mean, that, and that goes against like kind of general conventional teaching of how when you confront somebody that goes against their belief, they'll just become more ingrained in it. And he's kind of just willing to drop it and be like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. Like, I, I'm with you, though, on the casino scene. Uh, and like not, not the casino scene specifically, but that the whole – that adventure, that side story. I, I don't think that that's handled well at all. I, yeah. I think it's and, clunky. You know, what, I don't know if it was just like a vehicle for him to kind of, you know, because at the time there was talks that he was going to get a trilogy. Um, like, it, it was this just like kind of him being like, hey, you know, like this is where I'm going to come from, you know, or like, I don't know. I, th- I honestly um, think he didn't know what the fuck to do with them. Like, I think he had a clear, defined mission for Ray, Kylo, and Luke. But I think when it came yeah. to Finn and Rose and, you know, Poe and all that, like, he was just like, mm-hmm. Uh, make him go to a, I don't know, make him, send him, he's probably at the casino. You know, he's like, uh, make him go you know, to a, he's looking feel, around, casino. Make him go to a casino. I, like that, that was the other thing, too. It didn't feel Star Wars to me. It, it looked like Atlantic City or Vegas. Right. You know, it wasn't, it didn't have it that, like, more Star Trek charm. than Star Wars there. I oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, it felt too real world. But I also think that I I do like the world building thing of like the arms dealing and all that, and that there is this like sect of the population that has no fucking clue that this war has really been going on all this whole time because they're kind of living above it. Yeah, you know I feel like in, in, yeah. a, in a lot of ways it's kind of how you know America has been in a lot of ways like until you know nine eleven until Corona until you know what I mean until these things happen and we're like oh fuck we're part of this world too we're not above it. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. But um, uh, but yeah, I agree I with you that say, it's mishandled. I will say my least favorite part of that movie, besides the casino, is the end when Finn's about to sacrifice himself. Uh-huh. I, I I wanted him to sacrifice himself. I was like, this is this is a great. I know it's a short arc for him, but it's a great arc. You I know, agree. him leaving and then like sacrificing himself to stop him. Yep. And and the scene where it cuts to Rose like coming to ram him. Like it's, I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't stand it. There's just, how'd like, she the, get the, there so fast? The, that <laughs> and like the, the look on her face and just like the poorly planned out execution of this idea. You know, like you crash into somebody going that fast, you probably are both not going to make it. You know, yeah. And and, and then and, you're just in front of a, like twenty walkers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I do. <laughs> well, she's not. She's not a military person. To be fair. You know, True. like that's that's that, that was her sister's bag. You know, that wasn't her well, bag. You know, but you're you're looking at the situation there. Her her plan was to to save him that the by almost killing both of them. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but I do think that like uh, I agree with you with Finn. Like I, I've said this before, but like the the beauty of Finn's arc is that he goes from being a part of something that he's not willing to kill for to being a part of something that he's willing to die for. Like that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. I do like the line of this is how we win, not by killing the things we hate, but by saving the things we love. Like I like that a lot. Um so I'm 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 willing to give the trade off for it. I, I'm not sure yeah. which I like most, you know. Um but I agree. I think that Finn has served his purpose. Like like plot wise, functionally, by that point in that movie, he has served his purpose. But you know, very similar to Solo in five. Like there's no plot reason why Solo needs to go on. And Harrison Ford, you know, said as such, right? Yeah. Um, 
But Han Solo is a much cooler character than Finn, because Han Solo is the fucking coolest character in cinematic history. That's true. Not going to deny that one. Um, um, continue. I, my, I'll tell you, my least favorite part of that fucking movie, hands down, is the general hugs. Like, that whole bit. Like, I, 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 I loathe it. I loathe I, it I had, so much. So, I, I didn't like it. Like, the whole, like, can you hear me now? Yeah. Stupid shit. Uh, I, I had no idea it was general hugs until... I don't know, probably a month ago. Yeah, same here. Same. I thought I thought he was saying Hux. I did too. You know, I'm um, just saying it now is like it just it makes it so much worse. Yeah, but you can't unhear that. Yeah, yeah. Now, now you can't. And he says it like a bunch of times too. It's not just the one time. Yeah, I can't stand it. I didn't like what they did with his character. Uh, Like he he comes off like in the Force Awakens as this like uh, mini Hitler type mm -hmm. guy, (laughs) giving that speech, and now he's just like a punching bag. Yeah. But I do like how uh, I agree with you. I agree with you that he's a lot scarier in the Force Awakens than he is in the Last Jedi. And I hate what they've done, like you know, where he's they're flopping him around. You know, Poe makes him look like an idiot, and then Snoke flops him around on the deck and all that stuff. I'm not a fan of all that stuff. But I do like the dynamic between him and Kylo, both in seven and in eight. Yeah, you know, like in in that whole. You know, when, when Hux comes in and sees that Snoke is dead and their little interaction there and uh, their interaction on the, the bridge of that ship before, you know, the whole the battle of Crate and all that. Like, I like all of that. I just don't like how they, I agree. They, they, they took the venom out of him. They defanged him. Yeah. I agree with yeah, you there. No. Um, the other thing I wanted to walk it out, I remember just, I, I don't know how we didn't talk about Snoke at all, but. Walking out and being like nothing, no, no backstory for him. You know that really pissed me off. Um, retrospect, I get it. You know, and then like a lot of people made the point. Well, like you know, walking out of Empire Strikes Back, you had no idea who the Emperor was. Yeah, you know, it wasn't wasn't a thing. I um, do, th- I do think that that <sighs> there was a missed opportunity there with Snoke. I do think that, but like I, I also think that like w- I think the cool thing about it, I think <sighs> living through this right. Because, like, this is the first time I've lived through an unknown Star Wars story, right? So, like, I, I got 4, yeah. 5, and 6 basically handed to me, and I know how 1, 2, and 3 end up. Um, so, I think that you start – this is the first time that I've, like, had theories and what's going to happen, and you start subscribing to your own theories. And some stuff, I like what the movie did better than my theory, and some stuff, I like what I did better, you know? Um, but I remember seeing in the – the last Jedi art book and stuff like the, uh, and some of that stuff started leaking. And there was that picture of, uh, it was like a mosaic of the first Jedi that was on the floor of the place. Island, yeah. Yeah. And it looks like Snoke. Yeah, it does. You know, and the head shape is there. Yes. And I remember thinking like, holy shit, this is the first Jedi. His army's called the first order. Like they're getting ready to blow the fucking lid off of this thing. And then it was like, no, nope, just he's a guy. And then it made it even worse. Like, no, nope, and he's just a clone of somebody else that's in retrospect cooler. But you know, I thought there was a real missed opportunity there for something far greater than what it ultimately was. Yeah, no, it's true. Um, and just, just even like he still could have been like, and we have to kind of live in where we what we have, right? So this is like he still could have been a pawn of Palpatine in a way. 
you know, just mm-hmm. he didn't have to be he didn't have to be a clone. Like I, I kind of in my head, just to kind of make it fit a little better. Like he's the failed clone of, of Palpatine that couldn't couldn't accept his life force. Like, you know, that's how I kind of yeah take that, you know, and just kind of like okay, yeah, run with it. I'm not gonna dissect this any further. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just and th- that that scene, the throne room scene, is I love great. It. You yeah, know, I love it. And like, uh, like the like he's like when he's like give me everything, he's like it's awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah, and, dude. <laughs> and, uh, one of even my favorites. Though, even when the way Kylo takes him out is great, you yeah. know, because you know Kylo knows he's like reading his mind, and he has to like turn his lightsaber at the same time he's turning the other one, and yeah, you know, I, and the words he chooses like, oh, he's going to kill his true enemy. You know, yep. you you are his true enemy. Yep. And, you know, like uh, I love all that, man. I love all that. I I love. Um, everything that was done with Kylo in that movie, like there's not yep. one beat with Kylo in it that I don't love in that whole film. Uh, and I can say but, the same for Snoke, honestly. Yeah, it's just—I mean—it just comes back. Adam Driver's an amazing actor. Like the yeah. the scene where he's like, he's like, no, he's like, no, you're still holding on. Yeah, he like he I goes feel up and then like goes back down. Like it's perfect. Yeah, and I get it. Like, he really wants her to see what he sees, you know? And, like, the moment that she shows that she's not on board, he's he's frustrated, you know? And I get it. And I love yeah. all that. Like, it's time to let old things die. Like, the Sith, the Jedi, all of it. Like, fuck it all. Like, I I, I like everything about that character in that film. I can't say it enough. And I, I also, I, I've talked about this before, but that editing sequence right as it comes down where the axe is getting ready to fall on uh, Rose and Finn's neck... Um, the 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 two Jedi or uh, Kylo and Rey are pulling at the lightsaber. Um, mm-hmm. Haldo is getting ready to make that sacrifice. Like all of that shit happening, at, and in the way it's cutting between it and the music, and it all cuts to that moment of silence. Like it's one of my favorite editing sequences in Star Wars, and it feels very Star Wars to me, where all those things are leading up to one thing. You know? <sighs> yeah. No. Uh, but, I will say, like, um, just try to cover some of the other things in this movie um i i think that could have been akbar mm-hmm. holdo's character i agree um when leia got blown out of the cockpit i thought that was gonna be her like her death scene mm-hmm. i thought that's how they were gonna do it and again i remember thinking in my head in the theater like when they kind of like they she swings around like she's kind of like half like frozen a little bit i'm like oh wow she, i mean she looks beautiful like you know this is a good send-off for her uh-huh. You know, they, they didn't do it like in a grotesque way and like she doesn't look, you know. Right. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I had no problem with like the some of the other main complaints. Like I had no problem with the hyperspace ramming. Right. And, you know, I, I can't say I've never thought about that in my life, you know. Like, oh, right. I don't think it's hyperspace or something, you know. Right. I think that um, – I think I agree with you that Akbar as Haldo would have been better. And I also think that Lando instead of DJ would have been better. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, how do you? I, what, what, then it kind of would retread Lando betraying people again. Well, I, I'm not sure if I would have it play out quite the same way. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But but like yeah. I, to, to me, like so the the guy that Ma, Maz knows on the casino planet is Lando. You go directly to him. And Lando gets on board and helps you with your mission. You know, instead of fucking around on that planet forever, and you know not getting in touch with the guy that you're supposed to get in touch with, but instead getting in touch with the guy you're not supposed to get in touch with. And then, you know what I mean? Like all that shit like is a waste. 
you know, in, in, mm-hmm. in, ter- in terms of just moving that movie along. Um, but that movie, much like episode two, in a way, like as soon as they get to crate, but actually, to be fair, as soon as Ray is brought into the throne room, I love every second of that movie to the end. <laughs> One thing I said I would bring up. Um, so they do the decloaking and they see like all like these uh, transports are heading to the planet, right? Right. Uh, it, it seems like it's this one guy on a single cannon, like taking sh- shots at these ships, and he like just nails it every time. And I always like <laughs> picture it in my head that the guy's like, "Oh my god, he hit another one! He's on a roll! Like keep going, <laughs> keep going!" He, he hits at least 12, 13 in a row, and it, like not one miss. <laughs> it gets just crazy. So they definitely should, not a stormtrooper. Yeah, I was gonna say they should, <laughs> they should get that guy to start teaching stormtroopers. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I noticed too, rewatching them, Kylo or Ben says the same line in every movie at least once, and it's like I, I know what I have to do. Uh huh. And he, he he does it in like all three. I thought that was pretty. Like noticing that and like putting that together was pretty. Like I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I've, ne- I've never noticed that. When does he say it in the in the second? Oh, uh, oh yeah, he says it right, but right before the snow killing. Yeah. And then and then he replays it for Han in the third one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? So, what are your feelings about that movie? It's it's fun. It's it is. It, it, you know, I sit down, I watch it, I enjoy it from start to finish. Um, you know, is it perfect? No. It it, it well, going back, it made me. I cause I didn't like the Last Jedi going into Rise of Skywalker, right. but watching Rise Rise of Skywalker made me appreciate the Last Jedi more. Uh-huh. And kind of made me like it more. Um, you know, I, I thought, I don't know if you guys got this, but I thought it was dark. Not like theme, but visually. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree you know, with like you. A like, lot of the stuff at that the whole end, planet, see. that one whole planet is completely fucking dark. And then the um, the other, the, the Emperor bit is all dark. Yeah. Like you can't see and, shit. Yeah, I don't like that. You know, it's me not. Neither. Yeah, this is off topic, but like in, even in the the Game of Thrones episode with the the battle with the the zombie things, uh-huh. like that was a dark episode. I'm like, I don't, I can't enjoy this. I like seeing what's going to happen, right? You know. Um, and the other disappointment thing that I had with Rise of Skywalker was the space battle. Yeah, you know, they they hype up all these ships well, coming in. What space battle? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I was no, I'm with like. You. The, the one at the end, you know. <laughs> did, you not, did, you, did you not see the? <laughs> I I remember a bunch of spaceships getting tickled by some, you know, blue light. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie for me, like, I remember because I, you know, I'd I'd been up on the spoilers for that movie, and I had a bad. I I always skip that part of um, <laughs> your podcast. Right, right, right. Um, so, like, I was I was up on it. I knew what was going to happen, and I. In my head, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if I like this, and I'm scared of that, right? And about halfway through, uh, I think it was like after the Pasana stuff, um, where you find out that Hux is the snitch, like all of that stuff, like I was like, holy shit, I'm liking this movie. Yeah. And then we, it's the third act. I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, you know, the whole, but a nice pit, 
be ashamed if someone do you do it that that bit and then like the 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 whole ray palpatine thing and ray becoming a skywalker and none of that works for me thematically and none of it works nah, for me, me totally and like the throwing away in my opinion the most interesting character since anakin skywalker in star wars is like such a fucking waste yeah um yeah no i agree I do um, say though, like, um, so the Emperor scene, you know, it's it just could have been better, you know. I, I, the the joke about the ex gonna give it to you, like, <laughs> yeah. what, what, what 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 is putting two lightsabers in X? Like, that doesn't do anything, you know. It's nothing special about that. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought that I thought that could have been better. I mean. Am I saying what I wanted, like a kind of a more of a lightsaber, traditional lightsaber battle, but with Ben and Ray versus the Emperor? You know, I can't, I can't say I, I don't, I don't want to see something like that, but I don't know if that would have been better. I agree. I also don't know if the answer is. I, I mean, I think the Emperor is a big problem in that movie. Like, yeah. you know, having to explain the Emperor, how he's there, what his mission is, all that shit. And then the dyad ends up becoming kind of an interesting thing, but they don't devote enough time, energy, and effort to making it worthwhile. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a hamburger wrapped in steak clothes. Yeah. Well, it, you know, they – so I thought they didn't mention it until the end, the, this dyad. But he actually says it like halfway through the movie to her. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's one thing he doesn't know about us is that we're a dyad. Yeah. So I, I, I noticed and picking up on that is like, um, like a like another viewing was better. Um, I want to watch I, it I again. Say, I do want to watch it again, but like I, I just I know how that third act makes me feel, and it's not good. Yeah, I've only, I've only watched it three times. I've, I've watched I've it twice it. in theaters yeah. and once since it's been out. I've seen it twice and in theaters, and I'm 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 been meaning to watch it since it's come out. Yeah, uh, uh, twice in theaters, once at home. Yeah, yeah. And I've liked it more each time I've seen it. Yeah, I, I agree with that. So I think in the same way, like it's kind of like the job of the hut scene, but on steroids. Like, <laughs> I, like a lot of that stuff in that movie, I like it for the. It's like the inverse. I like it for the movie. I don't like it for the saga. Yeah, I think the saga is weaker for it. I think the movie is stronger for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and like, it's just, uh, you know, it's, at some point, I like, I never, what I didn't want to do, and it's kind of been out for some time now, and I feel a little bit more comfortable talking about it openly instead of on Patreon, but like, what I didn't want to do, because it was kind of widely well-received, was I didn't want to rain on people's parades. Like, a lot of people had felt a way about uh, the Last Jedi, and this helped them feel a different way. And I didn't want to fuck with that. Like I wanted yeah. them to have that. Um, but like, I mean, I think. But that, what are besides like kind of the Emperor and like the third act? What are your like I guess biggest criticisms of it? So I think that it's how they handle Ben, it's Ray's lineage, and it's the Emperor and the 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 trash space battle. So did you prefer that she was no one? I would have preferred she be no one than a Palpatine. See, uh, I, I always always wanted her to be like a Kenobi. See, I didn't like that either. Um, but I, I, to me, she needed to have. To me, she either needed to have Skywalker blood, 
or she needed to be no one. And both yeah. and both would have worked for me, and I would have preferred that Skywalker blood to have come from Han and Leia. But yeah, since that was not, and actually, they then they said that she was going to be a solo when they were doing nine up until the end, and then they changed it. And like, I just think that would have been infinitely better. Like, I think it would have been. It does kind of ruin it all, you yeah. know. Yeah, and and it, the fact it's that, supposed to be a Skywalker story, right? It doesn't now. It's a Palpa- it it's a Palpatine story. Yeah, and he and they win. Yeah, yeah I still think win. that that's a stretch to say that. Like, I get it, and it's technically not wrong, but it's it's a bit of a stretch, I think. Well, yeah, they win in the sense of, I mean, she's a, she's a, on the good side of things, but I mean, the Skywalker line is completely wiped out. Yep, and like it, you 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 track and the galaxy might be better for it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah which is <laughs> which is fucked up too. Um, Just seems to spawn whiny teenagers. But I love. It. I mean. I mean, la- last time that they let the Skywalker line go on for an extended time, we got comics where uh, his descendant was a, a drug addict. Uh, you which, know, which, like, I, which, uh, which is cool. He ends up nowhere good. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I, I liked, I liked that though. Um, oh, I did too. It's fantastic. <laughs> but but yeah. let me let me say this. The uh, I'll tell you what else irritated me about the last Jedi. One thing that I would take out is Luke telling Ray that he was wrong. Luke makes it clear in my opinion, in eight that he realized he was wrong by doing what he did. Like, the fact that he had to go and say it, it's just like, it just seems like such fucking, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like, uh, when you're trying to appease a crowd. Um, appease a crowd? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there's, a, there's another word for it I want to say. It starts with a P. Um, but, like, you know, it's it just seems like they're trying to drive it home where it's like well look like i you know i i it's unfortunate because a lot of times i'm like why don't we why don't we give more credit to the audience but then i'm like yeah. well maybe we shouldn't because they you know what i mean like he had to luke had to literally fucking say it um so i, w- I would probably remove that too but I, like i love the pasana stuff um yeah i love uh the death star stuff uh the stuff with han i love even though i thought i was gonna hate that I got a question about the Death Star stuff. Okay. The the Goonies knife. (laughs) Was that made after the crash? Because if it was made before the crash, that I can't can't get behind. (laughs) That's a good point. I've never thought about it. That's a good point. I guess if you had... I think it has to be It has to be after... Because, like, the dude was cruising around after the fact, right? But it does yeah. seem like it's some ancient weapon, you know? Like, but, um, <laughs> Well, because when they pay, when Ray touches it, I guess she has, like, a force vision. Like, I mean, they don't really, but, like, she's like, oh, my God. Like, and you hear, like, a scream. Like, like oh, this, this knife has killed a shit ton of people, you know? Yeah. And yeah. so they make it seem like it's this ancient thing, but... Uh, unless some guy back then had the, the foresight to see, like, oh, Death Star's going to crash in the water right here. But I, These towers are going to line up perfectly. <laughs> there is, like, like two, like, super, uh, like, uh, Ray screaming Chewie, it, like, gets me every time. and Or both times, I guess I should say. And um, and Chewie coming back and finding out that Leia's gone. Like, I, both of those oh, hit me. One. Both of those hit me. Like, her screaming Chewie is, like, it's, like, fucking, it hits me in my feels. Yeah, and once again, it comes back to like I know the feeling of making a huge mistake that like hurt somebody, you know, but in, in, unintentionally. 
you know. Well, once they had her do the Force Lightning, I'm like, oh, she's going to be a Palpatine. Like, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, at first, I'm like, you know, we've seen, I'm pretty sure we've seen Chewie in the trailer later on. So I didn't think he was dead. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, her screaming was was good and then him screaming it's, it's, that that one gets me because yeah. like every one of his friends are dead yep 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 um rogue one and uh solo what are your thoughts on those well i want to just oh, one real quick thing yep. about uh rise of skywalker so uh, you know at the end they're showing all these star destroyers getting destroyed on these random planets yes did you notice that actually I have two things sorry um that the one over endor was taken out with hyperspace ramming. Yes. And so in my head, all I picture is that Ewok who flies around on speeder bike <laughs> in an X-Wing <laughs> taking it out. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, and uh, the other thing is kind of, this is like a retcon thing, but so do you think in Return of the Jedi, the Emperor's goading of Luke to strike him down was the same ritual that he was trying to do with Rey? No. Uh, I don't. I don't know. I got. I. I, no, I, I that's, to... that's just. That's just him taunting him to the dark side. Yeah, I, I mean, obviously, when is. they did it, it was. But now, looking at it, you know, well, like, he's like, he's like, he's like, you strike me down, and you'll become more powerful than you can ever imagine. And yeah. If you wanted to make it work, you could. Correct. I'm not saying that's what it, what it is, but. I thought that was kind of interesting. Do, do you think that he's speaking figuratively or literally when he says all of the Sith are within him? <laughs> well, he he's only got so much space being human size. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, uh, and I, I like, I, like, do you think that like the spirits of them are all in him, or that he's just saying that as like he is the l- latest descendant, so he's kind of the passing down of all the knowledge? He's just and... the culmination of Sith power. Okay, that's, that's yeah, how I, I took it. I, uh, yeah, that's how I tell you because I, I like, feel like they've they've touched that the Sith don't kind of go on afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, they like not like the I and mean, even the Jedi thing. It's it's new for them or rediscovered. I don't know how they handle that in the canon, but um, yeah, I, I don't. Well, would you have liked to see the Force Ghosts of all those characters? I think it would have been too much. I think because of how many characters there were, it would have been too much. I think had it been like, you know, just just Luke. And that would have been the time you saw him, and not on 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 uh, Octu. That that would have been fine, or something else. But like, I think like it's like I think having Ahsoka there, it would have seemed meaningless. Well, what would have what been too Anakin? much though? Like if if they were just appearing in the background, because I don't, I, I think they would have just been standing behind her, the way that they ended up going with the the actual movie there. I think it would have been awkward. Maybe. I mean, what, well, what if, what if they showed up like the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark and just melted the Emperor? <laughs> of, you know, well, I think. Uh, well, I think initially, uh, it was just going to be the ghost that killed the Emperor, and then they did reshoots. It was like I don't know if I would. Uh, I think I might have liked that. Yeah, but it's like then why have Ray in the first fucking place? That's true. You know, it's like just send uh, send, send the Ghost Force. It's it's hard to fix that scene, yeah. With what you have to work with, yeah. The like all of that movie is salvageable to me until he throws Kylo into the the beautiful pit, <laughs> and from that point <laughs> forward, 
I'm kind of checked out. What? What's the actual line he says? He's like, he's like, now you will fall as I fell, or something. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I just prefer the other. Then it's a mm. nice pit. Um. So, what do you think about? Uh, <laughs> well, oh, go ahead. Oh, well, this is my last thing, and then uh, we can move on. But uh, so, all like the the guys in the stands, like watching all this happen. <laughs> I always thought I thought they were just like I, I thought that was like the spirits of the Sith. I didn't know those were actual people. Yeah. And who's, <laughs> who's feeding those guys? What, what, I don't know. Like you know what I mean? Where, where do they go to the bathroom? Like, uh, uh, <laughs> you think, they think there's like popcorn vendors going up and down. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's that it's, it's that guy. It's that guy. Uh, it's that two headed guy from uh, the pod race. He's he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's there handing out fucking. Um, yeah, the Skywalker got thrown into the pit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna happen next? <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, let's get into these spinoffs as we start because we gotta start wrapping this up a little bit. How, what are your thoughts yeah. on Rogue One and um, Solo? Loved Rogue One. Yeah, it's it's probably top three for me. Yeah, me too. That means you're on the um, right side of it's history. The first Gort. Yeah, apparently. Um, it, 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 it's the first Star Wars movie that's actually kind of like a is is a war movie, you know. And I, I kind of I do enjoy war movies. So, um, and any of the characters are all great, you know. I, you kind of know they're all not going to make it. Um, and I mean that's kind of how I, I I told you earlier that I started when I rewatched them all recently. I did like uh, I started with Rogue One mm-hmm. as the first movie. And it it really it sets up a new hope perfectly. And like I remember seeing it in theaters and being like, "Wow, it's pretty amazing." And then like the first thing I wanted to do was like you know go jump in and watch a New Hope. And it it, it literally takes those like three paragraphs and makes it a movie, right? The, the, the opening crawl, right? Um, I, there's not much I can say bad about it. No, I'm with you. Solo. You know, it's the one movie I didn't rewatch. Uh, I think I've only watched it twice. It's you know, it, it it's okay for what it is, I guess. Um, I don't love the actor. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. There's not much I, I, I can say about it. it just it, uh, If it's on, you know, yeah, maybe I'll watch it to the end. I don't think I'll ever be like, okay, I'm going to sit down and watch Solo. You know, it's... Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's not my favorite. There, there, there's, some, there's some great moments in it, but it's... Uh, I'm not sure if... It adds much. I'm not sure. Yeah. If we, I'm not. You know, like like all that. Like we always ask, like, do we need this? Like that's one. I'm actually like, I'm not sure if we need this. Yeah. You know, it's more Star Wars, which is great, but you right. Know, I, I wonder like how much that actually like set other things off track. Yeah. Well, I mean the 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 financial failure of it. It definitely had an impact you know had that movie performed like every movie before it and after it um i think we'd be in a different place with star wars right now i think that more star wars media would be planned you know who knows how much this covid shit's gonna fuck all that up anyway but um yeah i i think that the reason why they're putting star wars on hold you know theatrically for a while is because of the financial failure of solo yeah uh and i mean even like did, is that the reason that JJ came in to do Rise of Skywalker? You know, is, is I think that was Skywalker. about uh, you know Episode Seven made people happy. Let's make people happy again. Yeah. Um, 
So before we get out of here, let's talk about The Mandalorian for a bit. How do you feel about that show? I like it. You know, it's there, there, there's some of the episodes in there are not the best, but you know, I still enjoy it. You know, it's, it's Star Wars. It's, it's something in that world and it's just more for me to watch and enjoy. Yeah. I think um, it's, I think it's a hard series to dislike. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's, there's not a lot there to dislike it as a whole. Um, people conf- mis- I mean, misunderstand how I feel about it just because I don't love it, love it. You know, like I'm not like, mm-hmm. uh, like I'm not going to tattoo the Mandalorian on my back, you know? So they're like, Oh, he fucking hates it, but it's not true. I just, I think it's good. I think, think it's good enough it's fine yeah you know like, well like do you think it would get the as good of the reception as it got like if it wasn't for baby yoda uh i think yes i think yes because what baby yoda does see like the the thing they've always been trying to do since the fucking ewoks is capture the boys with the action in in flash and capture the girls and the kids with the cute and cuddly and mm-hmm. the Ewoks kind of work. Jar Jar doesn't really work. BB-8 kind of works. The Porgs kind of work. Um, you know, and Dio didn't really work. But Baby Yoda worked like a motherfucker. Like, it, it worked better. Yeah. It worked better than any of them. Probably BB-8 being the runner-up. Um, yeah. And uh, so I think it would still be well liked by fans without Baby Yoda because I think what attracts the the men to it is, you know, the the, the gunslinging western, right? Um, yeah. And of course, just nod after nod after nod of the original trilogy. Uh, but I think I what, do. I, what, I, what makes I it mean, a wider I, thing is Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is what brings the girls to the yard. Yeah. And I, you know, I wonder how many people have kind of just logged into the Disney Plus just to watch it, just because of like the cultural like phenomena it became. Yeah. Um, but like talking episodes, my favorite episodes were I don't remember her name, but they were directed by the woman that they were getting to direct the Obi Wan series, which really got me excited because like that's something I've wanted since this whole Disney buyout was a Obi Wan movie with Ewan McGregor, right? Um, and I did think the ones that she did for the Mandalorian were the stronger of the episodes. I don't remember which those were off the top of my I head. I think she did. I think she did two, and and, and the second to last, maybe. Uh, so I love the first. I, I'd have to go back and look. I love the first three episodes and the last two. Yeah, it's there's just the stuff like, in the middle that I'm like, meh. Yeah, you know I do. Uh, the, the the one with the shrimp it's a it's an all right episode i guess i mean which one is that the one where you, we meet um the ats dune oh yeah well i like cara dune a lot so yeah that's the fourth one is it or is it the second one uh that was the fourth one yeah the fourth one that one's fine um the the ones that are hard for me to watch are uh the one with the mos eisley bar in it Mm-hmm. That episode's hard for me to watch, and then the uh, the one with Bill Burr in it. Ironically enough, because I'm a huge Bill Burr fan, and uh, am often called Bill Burr by Baltimore City residents. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, that one. It just that didn't. I, I, I was actually just talking to Gort last night. We were trying to test things out, and that that there's just some things in that episode that bother me. You know, 
the the girl like hissing and like showing her fangs too much I, <clears throat> it's too much it is i i think once would have been too much <laughs> yeah she's uh well i mean the whole thing is too much it's too over the top it's too like it's, it's like i said it reminds yeah. me of like a, a character that should be in once bitten yeah um, I, I do i i like the end though i like when the x-wings come in yeah i do too it always feels good to see and i'll tell you like rogue one and that episode make the x-wings fucking scary where i don't feel yeah. like they ever seem scary other because like you always see them in like a military capacity but like um like in a big you know like a big like spaceship battle but you never like yeah. the the mandalorian one gives you the perspective of what it would be like to see an x-wing as like joe schmo and it's fucking horrifying you know and and then the same kind of with rogue one just from the perspective of um you know, like all those, uh, like the Rogue One crew seeing X Wings come in, like it's it's got a whole different feel to it. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And uh, I mean, I, I, what's your opinion on like it's all the cameos that they kind of just throw in in Mandalorian? Yeah, I like some of them, but other ones it kind of takes me out of it. Of like, <coughs> of like, um, famous actors. You mean like that, and just like uh, like retreads from like voice actors from the Clone Wars getting in on it. Oh, I mean, obviously Dave Filoni being an X Wing pilot. Right, 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 right. Uh, it's not. It's of of the issues that I have with that series. Um, it's 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 not it's not on the on the map. Like it's not on the radar. You know, like if if that was the only problem that I had with that series, then. Uh, I, I I would be perfectly happy. You know, mm-hmm. my issues are that it's just there's almost as much time spent um, not doing anything than there is the, on the episodes where are really pivotal to the story. You know, um, yeah. And and maybe they were doing that on purpose. Like I've I've had that discussion. People were like, "Well, it's supposed to be a serial, and it's just what adventures is he getting into this week?" And that's cool. I get that. That's just not what I want. That's not what I'm interested in. You know, like, yeah. I just don't want to see the Mandalorian. Like, now the Mandalorian's going to juggle. Like, I, I don't care. I, I kind of want to know what happens regarding him and this bounty. And, yeah, you know, as a result of that, I like 1, 2, 3, and 7, 8. Do you think we're going to see uh, this character in these next few episodes of The Clone Wars? Not uh, not the Mandalorian. Uh, Moff Gideon is his name? Hmm. Uh, maybe. I, I think that uh, it would be interesting to see... I guess I want to say no because it wasn't a planned character, and all of the stuff that they're giving us were things that were previously worked on. Mm-hmm. Like, not to say they couldn't go back and change it, but I don't get the impression that was in the budget, considering that they gave us the Bad Batch, something that we know was, you know, half done. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, the, I mean, the Siege of Mandalore shit, man, like, uh, I think it's the thing I've been most excited about since The Last Jedi. Yeah. Like, Speaking of like, right after this, I'm probably gonna try to watch that episode. Yeah, like th- this is the story I've been waiting for. I mean, forever, and only uh, things like stuff from the Mandalorian and everything else has only made me want it more. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that should do it, Jim. Well, let me ask you this: as we get out of here, what are you collecting now in regards to Star Wars, if anything? Uh, I well, so I used to collect. I got into Star Wars Legos at one point, but that was just a, 
I was just a money pit and I, I couldn't do it anymore. So I got out of that. I kept a couple <laughs> of, um, like I have like the, the big superstar destroyer one, you know, that's, that's like kind of like the last one standing mm-hmm. besides that. I only have, I have some lightsaber hilts that I like that I have. And, um, not like ones from like Disney or Hasbro or anything. They're like faithful, pretty much recreations of the actual props from the original trilogy. Oh, nice. So, um, and, uh, there's no electronics or anything. It's just, right, 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 just, uh, right, just right. the hilt. Nice. Um, and yeah, no, like the master replica. No, no, who makes those? What one of them? That guy. There's a guy. It's called Roman Props. Uh-huh. Um, he he makes replica like of the Graflex, like actual. They would work if you wanted to use them on the camera. Um, he go. He recreated all the parts to make Obi Wan's lightsaber because. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's like the part of it's like a grenade from World War One, and other parts from like a, a jet engine, and other parts like a sink knob. So he recreates all these parts, like and we're in like and sells them as like a kit you can put together. It's the actual huh. prop. Interesting. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, besides, that's that's it for Star Wars, though. You know, and uh, I mean, I do collect the uh, masterpiece Transformers, but yeah, that's that's a that's a hard that's a hard fight to fight these days. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a rough life. <laughs> no, I'm with you though. I mean, I, I'm, you know, like it's it's funny, uh, like, and not to derail this too much, but like how much I've like slipped in regards to like what I want because I'm like at first I was like, you know, if you'd asked me two years ago, I'd have, you know, I'd been like, come on, you know, Abominus Predaking to protect the bots, uh, Computron, like, give me the, give me the, give me give me give me. And now I'm like, just mm-hmm. give, just please, someone give me the, the fucking protect the bots. Just anybody, just to protect the bots. And I'll, <laughs> I'll never ask for another thing. Um, yeah. He's yeah. just trying to get to that finish line. Is that? Well, I'm not. It's not that I'm racing to get to the finish line. I just want to know that that I'm going to get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. care if it's in eight years, but just let me know it's happening. Yeah. It, yeah. That it will happen. Right. Not, you know, time, time's not the issue. Right. right. Hopefully. <laughs> um, yeah. Jim, thank you for coming on. I had a great time, great discussion, and it was no, nice to too. it was yeah, nice it was to great. finally talk about uh, you know the Mandalorian and Episode Nine with some time having passed. Uh, yeah, so I've I've appreciated that. Gort, you got anything? Is there anything that you want to plug or put out there or anything of that nature? Uh, uh, no, I don't have anything. Okay, Gort. Nope i got I got nothing. And but I will say. I've watched that first episode from this new Clone Wars uh, season. I haven't watched any of the other stuff. Like I'm not caught up yet. I'm oh, really? Kind of on that Joe plan? Yeah, I'll 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 just binge it when it's done. Huh? Interesting. Like I start. I I wasn't excited for Bad Batch, and then I heard that the Ahsoka stuff wasn't so hot, and then it was like, oh well, I'll just wait till I could watch it in a row, right? I don't want to go one to one to one if it's not so good. That that right. might be bad for me. Right, right, right. I saw this uh, tweet that I'm going to close out this show with that I definitely agree with. And it said, episode nine is greater than episode nine. (laughs) 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 And I was like, I have to agree. Um, Oh, the clone. Okay, I get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you.